Hello friends, thank you for joining me on The Daily Dose. Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of The Daily Dose. It's Tuesday, December 14th and today's episode is Cursed on a Tree. Let us pray. Heavenly Father God, we give you thanks and praise your name, Father, for sparing our lives to see yet another day. Father God, we now ask that you will pour out your Holy Spirit upon us. Give us understanding so we can learn more of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us read Galatians chapter 3, 1 to 14. What is Paul saying there that is relevant to us today? And how does he used Deuteronomy 27, 6 and Deuteronomy 21, 22 and verse 23 to make his point. Galatians 3 O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified? This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun in the Spirit, are you now being made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? Therefore he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the Scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the nations by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, Cursed is every one who does not continue in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident, for the just shall live by faith. Yet the law is not of faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is every one who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Reading from Deuteronomy 27 and verse 26. Curse be anyone who does not confirm the words of this law by doing them, and all the people shall say, Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 21, verses 22 and 23. And if a man has committed a crime, punishable by death, and he is put to death, and you hang him on a tree, his body shall not remain all night on the tree, but you shall bury him the same day. A hanged man is cursed by God. You shall not defile your land that the Lord your God is given you for an inheritance. Unfortunately, it's common in Christianity to use the letter as some kind of justification for not keeping the law, the Ten Commandments. Of course, that argument is rarely used as a reason not to keep the Fourth Commandment, as if keeping the One Commandment as opposed to the other nine is somehow an expression of the legalism that Paul was dealing with here. Yet, Paul was not speaking against the law. 
And certainly, nothing in this passage could justify breaking the Sabbath commandment. The key can be found in Galatians 3.10, where he writes that all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse. And then he quotes Deuteronomy 27.26. The issue isn't obedience to the law, but relying on the law, a tough position, if not an impossible one, for fallen beings such as ourselves. Paul's point is that we are not saved by the works of the law, but by Christ's death on our behalf, which is credited to us by faith. His emphasis here is on what Christ has done for us at the cross. And to help make this point, he refers back to Deuteronomy again, this time Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 23. Like Jesus, Paul says, it is written, showing the authority of the Old Testament. And now he quotes from a text dealing with someone who, having committed a capital crime and having been executed for one, was then hung on a tree, perhaps as a deterrent to others. Paul, though, uses that as a symbol for Christ's substitutionary death, in our behalf, Christ became a curse for us, in that he faced the curse of the law, that is, death, which all humans would face because all have violated the law. The good news of the gospel, however, is that the curse that should have been ours became his at the cross, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Galatians 3.14. Or, as Ellen G. White said it, none but Christ could redeem fallen man from the curse of the law and bring him again into harmony with heaven. Christ would take upon himself the guilt and shame of sin, sin so offensive to a holy God that it must separate the Father and his Son. Patriarchs and Prophets, page 63. Think about what you would face if you were to receive the just punishment for whatever wrong you have committed. However, because Christ bore the punishment for your wrongs in himself so that you don't have to, what should your response to his sacrifice be? That's a great question. How would you answer it? Join me tomorrow when we continue our study with the next episode a prophet like unto thee. Heavenly Father God, we are so thankful that you took on our shame. You took on sin for us and you died for us. We thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy towards us. Help us, Father, to show how much we love you by serving you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.